Welcome back to A Woman's View on KSL News Radio. Such a treat this week to have Susan Spears with me, the CEO of the Utah Association of CPAs. Kim Gardner is here, a teacher with 33 years of experience in both elementary and middle schools, God bless her, and the chairperson of the Colonial Heritage Festival. And Angela Kroll is with me, the director of major gifts and corporate sponsorships with Ballet West. I wanted to ask you about a story that I saw that I thought was so interesting. This was in the Deseret News, and it was about the importance of talking with your teenagers at night. Uh, now I happen to have two, I have three millennials and two Gen Z, two teenage kids. And this has been a challenge for me because with doing the morning show here on KSL News Radio, I get up super early. And so I go to bed at eight o'clock on, so on the weekends is my rare chance to just hang out without that looking at the clock feeling. But I do get the sense that there's some wisdom here, Kim. There's some wisdom to so what is it about the evening that opens up our teenagers? You know, what's so funny is we just recently in my homeroom class, we read an article together about uh, the circadian rhythm of mm. teenagers. And we talked about how theirs is just different than adults. It's And I said, it's not your fault if you're tired. It's not your fault that you're you're falling asleep in your morning classes. You're 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 made to be up late, and I'm not. I'm not anymore. I remember staying up late and being more active at night. And, and they were so appreciative of the understanding that oh my gosh, they weren't. They there wasn't something wrong with them. That's just how it is. And and I think if more of us would somehow be able to relate to that, you know, whether it's starting school late. I don't know. There's been all that talk about that, but. But it's true. It's truthful. And I think we need to pay attention to that and and talk with our kids on their level and at their time. That's brilliant. Susan, what, what do you make of this? You know, I, as I read through the article, and I agree with the circadian rhythms, I remember going through this with my kids. You know, I'm an I'm an early bird person, too. Not not like you, Amanda, though. <laughs> not quite that early. <laughs> yeah. Only but, strange people are. But I remember they'd come home and I think, oh, just, you know, why can't you get home early or whatever? But those were magical moments. I think that maybe their guard was down a little bit. You're a little, you're a little less judgmental. But I remember talking to my parents late at night, too. I remember having conversations with my mother till two in the morning. And, oh, you, you wow. know, so it kind of brought back memories. I thought, you know, there's some magic that happens there. And in today's world, it's so needed. Yeah. You know, once in a while during the break, like we're in now, the Christmas break, or in the summertime when the boys aren't in school, I get up at 2.30. I'll get up to go to work, and they'll still be awake. And I used to get furious. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and now I just say, oh, wow, you're, you're still So I get to say good morning or good night, I guess. In your, and we have a little chat. And we have a chance, even you know, if I'm late to work, it's not the end of the world. If I'm, you know, 20 minutes late, as long as I'm here before five, I get a chance to sort of see them in that space where I, I used to get so mad. I'm doing better. Angela, how do you see this? You know, I have two teenagers and I feel like, you know, late at night, their floodgates open and that is the time when my defenses are down and I'm tired and I can't really respond. But I think that's why they come to me late at night, because I am not going to give them a lecture. <laughs> they know that. I am, you know, I'm going to be 
just more inclined to sit and listen. And I think maybe that's something that we can learn from them is that really they just want to be listened to. Yeah, and respected. Yeah. You know, that prompts me to ask, because I, I try and think back to when I was a teenager. I lived away from my parents so much during my teenage years. I didn't get to have these kinds of conversations with them. But what were you like as a teenager? You said, Susan, that you you talked to your mom late. At, I mean, what were you like as a teenager? Do you mind my asking? Well, yeah, I... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that I was really, well, I probably, I was obnoxious. I know that. And I know that I did like to stay out late at night. I, I had remember a that too. I used you. to love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was kind of a mark of freedom or whatever, but I, I did have a little bit of a reputation. Um, not a bad one. Well, I don't know. It depends. <laughs> you know, I had my own mind and anyone that knows me, they know that I, I kind of have my own way of thinking. And I remember my mother, I would come home and, you, you know, she'd say, what do you blah, blah, blah. We'd go through this conversation. But my nickname was Susan Do's You Darn Well, Please, Andrew. <laughs> and there's a little bit well, of truth. Please. Oh, I love that. There's a little bit of a swear word to that, but... <laughs> I just love that. That is so funny. What about for you, Kim? What were you like as a teenager? You know, I was actually, I, I'm a, I'm a, I was a good kid. I, I do have to say. And, but I've realized I am much more like my mom now than I did realize then. And so sometimes when you're like a parent, you're sometimes at odds. So I felt like I was at odds with my mother, but yet when I would talk to her at night, there was a special thing that happened that there was there was a calm and so i would get along so much better and we could have such great conversations i remember breaking up with a boyfriend and and just just i was devastated and it was late at night and and she was there and and that's when the magic happens is yeah at night it was just different it's funny when you say that. I remember I remember when I got dumped by the guy I thought I wanted to marry when I was 17. Thank God every day I did not marry him. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I remember talking to my mother about that breakup and yep. wondering, you know, is my life over? And her saying, oh, Amanda, oh, I wish you could see into the future. It was like she just knew that all was well. So I lived off her faith yep. when I didn't have it in my own. But what were you like, Angela, as a teenager? You know, I really, I was a late night person. I loved to stay up late with my friends. You know, I, I wasn't one that shared a lot with my parents. Um, I was, you know, I was a fourth of five kids and I think mm. they were probably really tired by then. <laughs> for sure. Um, you know, so for me, I so welcome, like my daughter just coming in, plopping on my bed and just spilling everything. and wanting to share every little bit. And I'm just like, I'll be like, okay, well, you get to tuck me in, you know, and, and share every little bit of her life. And I love that. I love that, you know, she'll openly share that I know most everything about her life. And I love that. And I wouldn't trade that for anything. Oh, isn't that wonderful how our kids give us so much more than than we give them. I I guess they don't understand that until they become parents themselves. But oh, thank you for sharing those. Let me take another brief break and we'll be back with my wonderful guest this week on A Woman's View. Susan Spears is here with Kim Gardner and Angela Crawl. And we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> 